Morning, Philip. Hey, happy Easter. Happy Easter. You hide your eggs? I'm sitting on one of them right now. They're hard boiled at least because don't, don't hide know. raw eggs, folks. In your, well. Anywhere near your buttocks. No, it's not going to work out well for you. Yeah, it's not no, what Jesus Easter. would want. <laughs> Jesus is definitely not wanting you to do that. How did we get to the Easter Bunny? I don't know the the, the history behind that. To be honest, with uh, I saw something on Facebook. Uh, what was it? Oh, good. Uh, it must I be mean, true then. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about. <laughs> it's about the Easter Bunny, but it shows a picture of the Easter Bunny, like this big humanoid rabbit with a vest and that, holding a kid with a rag over his mouth, saying, "Sorry, kid, I'm the Ether Bunny." <laughs> so I don't know. Let's I don't see know how that's either. relevant to how. Speaking of which, I out. saw a man, a, a grown man dressed as a Easter bunny at our uh, local farmer's market yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he was terrifying. <laughs> now, was he a fuzzy? No. A, 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 is that what they call a fuzzy? Or I don't a think so. Furry. A furry. A furry, furry no. Fuzzy. No, I don't. Well, maybe. But he was there just sort of greeting people, and I thought, you were the wrong person. This is a very large, <laughs> terrifying <laughs> hey, man. Kids. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, get in my van. I got some eggs in my van. Come on over here. <laughs> no, <You> know, don't. <laughs> I I hope that uh, like it's it, anything to bring joy to the kids. And if the kids get a kick out of it, you might find it a little. Oh, they did a great because, job. Yeah, they yeah. were doing Easter hunt. Like you, kids got eggs from every vendor and stuff. You know, like we go there and we buy our meat from local vendors and um, donuts sometimes from the Mennonites. You know those folks. Well bearded, uh, I might add. Don't they make Fairness. furniture? They do. They do. Okay. And food, you know, homemade. Their beards, no mustache. But I'm okay with it. I accept it. It's called the flavor saver. <laughs> oh, that's true. And on that note, what are we doing this week, Corey? Oh, I mean, what are we doing? You picked it. Blue Book, baby. No. Project Blue Book. We're going. We're, we're going, going in the archives. Crazy. We're, Project we're Blue con- Book. And maybe <laughs> one one of their big cases that uh, from Washington. So sure. Yeah, I yeah. think that's one you're talking about. It's uh, it's capping our alien trilogy with I think so. And this is sort of our season finale for this season, I guess, right? We're what are we? We're in 12. No, we got one more. We got one more. And oh I'll my say god. It at the end. What I plan on doing for the end. Oh my God, it's going to be crazy. All right, folks. Well, we'll see. It'll depend. Let's let's do some deep dish Project Blue Book. Welcome to the OC. I'm Phil. This is my co-host, Corey. And tonight we are diving into Project Blue Book. Not Purple Book or Green Book or the Green Book, Green Mile. No. Uh, you wonder what they, you wonder what, who came up with this, right? They're like, okay, what are we going to call this? Well, I like the first the name. You, you can imagine them looking around the room going, okay, can't call it yeah. Project Brown Chair. Can't call it Project Whiteboard. Can't call it Project... Wood tables. Yeah. There we go. Butter right knife. <laughs> butter knife. That's right. It's very yeah. No, I like. Well, what was the first Jim's names? Wife. They, well, they okay. The first names. To say first name. So for those who don't know, Project Blue Book was yes. the United States government, specifically the Air Force, their investigation into UFOs. That's right. Unidentified flying objects, not aliens. 
Do not right. confuse these two. That's they true. They are similar, but they are not necessarily the same thing. Yes, there was another group for aliens. Yes. yes. There were a few movies made. There's another group for aliens. We can't <laughs> talk about them on the podcast. <laughs> That's right. We will not talk about them. Yeah, so, I mean, well, in 1947, this is when... So we had a lot of things going on. So I'll, I'll kind of do a brief, like synopsis of what project blue book is i guess and and then uh, we can kind of take off from there but yeah, start it, diving into parts of it because i think yeah the overall synopsis because some people yeah. might are usually aware of blue book but they're not necessarily aware they don't know of, what it, like, and neither was i really i mean i knew i mean i knew there was a tv show and i, I didn't really know the facts behind we touched it. on it in the previous episodes i think we touched on it on the uh area 51 episode we did we did yeah. a little bit and uh but we've never really kind of got into the you know the the guts of it and and at all at all yeah so this is kind of a, a it's one we we should cover right so <laughs> we spent the last two episodes talking about aliens possibly potential aliens, aliens not necessarily maybe cryptids, we're not sure we're not sure but you don't know if you have an answer like and subscribe drop us a line like and subscribe yeah um so yeah 1947 a lot a lot happened with roswell it's coincidental i guess that they decided the weather balloon was justification to start an entire organization based on unidentified. I think they would have made that their symbol though, right? Like right? you'd go off and say, Hey, <laughs> let's go off. And if we're going to do a logo for this, like, I don't think they had a logo, which no. is unfortunate, but no. it shows they were all academics and military men. So it's like, they weren't creatives. If they were they creatives, were they would have had a logo. Of they, a weather or, balloon or at least a tartan of some sort or something. Tartan. <laughs> Here's your work kilt. <laughs> Here you go. And your, Here you go. And your project sign haggis. Yes. And you must learn to play the bagpipes. The bagpipes, which will be in the tartan of Project Blue Book. <laughs> That's right. It's totally Scottish. We... That's right. Scots. Yeah. There we go. Oh, my yeah. God. We've been on something. Scots are aliens. Hey, they could be because, you know, we're Masons. The coral. All right. Anyway, oh, we'll go. Secret society. See, oh my dear right. Lord, Phil, we've got it all traced out. Get the it's crazy so, board. Get the map and the strings and the tags. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so from 47 to 69, um, Project Blue Book was in existence. So they, I thought the number was kind of crazy. They investigated. This is not a big group of people, by the way. This is yeah. so what Project Blue Book was, was a group uh, designed to see, to, to try and answer the question of unidentified flying objects. So when you yep. go, oh, there's something in the sky over there. I do not know what that is. Uh, then they come and they they ask questions and all that stuff. So they investigated 12,618 cases in their, their time frame. That's a lot. Yeah. That's 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 like an enormous amount of investigation for a small group. I don't know how many, I can't claim how many people were involved in Project Blue Book, but I want to say like a dozen or so. I yeah, remember seeing some lot. numbers. Like, it's not a lot. And it was a mix of military personnel and academics. Yeah. And I don't think it was like they're full-time, like there were full-time Project Blue Book people, but there was also like, you know, people that were being utilized as contractors mm-hmm. and, and things like yeah, that. Contractors but, to deal with witnesses. That basically for the real incidents yeah well of of those 12,618 701 remained unidentified so that there was no way that they could explain these situations correct it remained unidentified so people say oh my god there we go it's like okay no just because no, they can't just... explain it doesn't mean you are aliens <laughs> right. it meant they they 
and this is a, so this is the challenge. So um, uh, right. it started as Project Sign, which was really like, hey, let's look into this stuff, and let, which yeah. actually had a very pro alien bias, by the way. So of course, Sign was very much. It must be. Let's prove it's let's let's prove it's aliens. That was very much with Project Sign when it started. Now it only lasted about a year. That was the like 1947 ish. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, and it shortly Project- before Roz. Well, weirdly enough, <laughs> weirdly enough. <laughs> And then it became Project Grudge, which literally had the exact opposite thing saying, hey, let's tell everybody it's not, it's, you're crazy. It's not aliens. Right. It's, it's, well, this is where the government I, conspiracy cover-up starts to, starts you, to happen. You know what I find really interesting? I find it interesting that when we have, um, you know, Roswell, and I go back to Roswell because that's the first time in history that there was a real panic incitement of panic right that there was an alien craft that landed not counting war of the worlds what, what's that not counting orson wells war of the world no but there was yeah but okay war of the right that was it or yeah orson was the son it was written by hg wells <laughs> and like 1895 and then he reads it on the radio and everyone loses their fucking bananas it wasn't as bad as everything as everything we hear about it but it was still bad oh yeah people, people were like panicking thinking oh my god <laughs> marge get the guns that's right <laughs> we're gonna but well 40 so you know they they quickly said that it was well they said it was an, an alien crafted fallen or a flying saucer and then they redacted or took that back and said Oh no, it's a weather balloon, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not going to show. It. Actually, they did show it to us. They showed us a weather balloon. Yeah, you know, in a hangar. They're like, look, it's a weather balloon. There you go. That's what we found. <laughs> so then, coincidentally, this starts. Yeah, like, oh shit, we we do have a problem here, <laughs> right? So yeah, so they start with that, and then then it seems to graduate into more of a, you know, I I believe that they're. You know, the government is, and we live in the most interesting time because the Pentagon has come out and said, hey, we have no idea (laughs) what this is, which is wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We know, but we will not tell you. Uh, Yeah, we're going to tell you we don't. So this is the problem, right? We're not going to lie to you. We're not going to lie to you, but we're not going (laughs) to tell you. Yeah. Uh, Or are we going to lie? So this is the challenge, right? So sign, for example, believed the bulk of things were natural phenomena. So they they believe that most things, but they said they're the ones we couldn't identify were extraordinary. Like these were probably aliens. Right. Or or something or something. Grudge said, okay. And the things we can't explain are just natural phenomena. We can't explain. You're all crazy. All losers go away. Right. And what project blue book. So in 52, um, this fella, uh, Rupert, Rupelt. I think he's a Edward J. Rupel. Colonel or something, or uh, uh, he was a captain. He was okay. a captain, yes, but he was captain. also yes. yeah. He but he wasn't just a like he was a World War II guy. He he was a pilot. He, he got knew about great. aliens. No, Clearly. no, but I think what he wanted to what they wanted what he wanted to do was to actually not he wanted to make it into something where they could classify each one right there was a process there was like a and, scientific process and to, not just that so what they you know, wanted to do was to use what's called standard intelligence procedures right where it's unbiased right this is the information presented you don't come in with a bias saying it's the fucking russians it's like no no look yeah. at the facts and then make your decision and don't come right. in with an idea and then right. view the facts through that lens and it was and it was 
Yeah, and it was standardized, right? Like when you're asking questions, you're asking everyone the same questions. But they also wanted to get rid of the stigma of people, including military, which was a big one. What from saying, "Oh, I saw something up there in the sky." Okay, Bill, you're done now. Right, we can't fly anymore. <laughs> yeah. We found it. We found it. We got a solution that you're no yeah. longer flying. You're not allowed to fly. I'm sorry. <laughs> you crazy bastard. Um, yeah, you're sweeping floors. But anyway, so this this was sort of a new, I think, in 1952. And I'm not sure why, coincidentally, there were so many alien or uh, alien. I say that UFO sightings. And then this project took wing, took flight as well. Right. So. There's these coincidental time periods, which I find really interesting, right? Like 47, Roswell, right? Roswell, New Mexico. Well, and let's not 52, forget what had just happened, the greatest driver of innovation in human history, war. Uh, war. A massive yeah. one. And, I mean, there were a lot of things. Like, I was watching recently, uh, apparently Disney Plus has Nazi megastructures, which I always get a kick out of when I'm Very like, wait a second. I'm watching Nazi megastructures on Disney. What kind of bizarre? Well, I'm watching a, I'm watching something with the word Nazi in it, in the title on Disney. Okay. Walt is, was a well-known racist. I'm not saying he's a, it just, I never thought it's just Very outspoken man. things. Oh yeah. Who might've been pro Nazi. Who knows? It might've been, who knows? Like Henry Ford. I think oh. he was anti. I, I don't think they were pro-Nazi. They were very anti-Jew, which was different. Anti-Semites, yeah, they yeah, were. That's right. Yeah, they were very anti-Semitic and very anti-Semitic. Yeah, anyway, Semitic. it's the idea when you look at the Nazi megastructures, you look at what they were trying to do at, at, at like trying to accomplish with their VX rockets near the end of the war. All this stuff oh, for sure. never got finished. Well, they weren't the only ones, no doubt. So I have no doubt. That right. Russia, no, Russia, you're not the wrong. US, everybody was doing all these other things, and it's like war's over. Great. Now we got this experimental aircraft. Huh. Okay, so around. it's funny that you mentioned that because the U-2, remember we discussed mm-hmm. that when we, we yep. you know, um, the U-2, the, uh, what was it? The A, uh, A-2, U-2 and A-2. I can't oh, remember. Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't delve back into all those special aircraft we were talking about. <clears throat> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, well, Area 51. So now we go back to Area 51. Well, were they making specialty aircraft? Yes. yes that's what it was there right. for was experimental air what was area 51 yeah it was a it was a research facility to make bigger better fucking you know iron iron machines that could fly fast so why would they think that you know so we have to look at it and that's where we get into other areas where the cia says okay now we got our like okay our, now we have a concern about this because right all of a sudden I mean, people are seeing something now. Maybe, maybe they had too much moonshine or hooch. Uh, it's possible, especially if they're in West Virginia. That's, yeah, Appalachia. <laughs> they're in the Appalachians. We've not seen the Mothman of the Flatwood <laughs> We've seen something. I don't know what it was. Could be seven but, feet. Could be twenty feet. Who knows? It's right. Big. Yeah. No. It's, so you see that. So there's people are seeing yeah. something, and to go off and say, "Oh, you're all crazy losers." That is an intelligence fail because when you have the populace seeing or saying something, you might want to look into it. Yeah, and, and things that so we're already if you look at the world, you're you had a nuclear strike that was done in Japan. You have a, a world that's going well. What if they have that that technology? Maybe they could do the same to us. Japan the, didn't have too much. Japan was in a pretty hurting unit. Well, although, not necessarily Japan, but like yeah. the Russians. The, yes, me. the Russians, and they did right. wind up getting it. 
Thank you, Mr. Oh, Triggers. Yeah. <laughs> what were their names again? <laughs> oh God, it was a husband and wife team. That's yeah, all I remember. And it was on the last episode. I, but yeah, yeah, they they basically yeah they gave all of our secrets. They looked like such a sweet couple too. I'll post a picture. Uh, <laughs> they were not though. They were bad people. Uh, yeah. So what what we we have a really tense world at this point in time. But um, with that said how how we look at this project blue book is that you know they wouldn't exist if there wasn't questions if there weren't unexplained things that they had to follow up on right Right. this is not necessarily although they're probably not being they weren't being super honest but they were investigating to try and find details for their for their for the country's benefit right and not only that they found a lot of resistance so i was reading articles from uh, rupelt after he retired there was tons of resistance. So like when, when ship hit the fan in 1952 in Washington, which we're going to get into, that's one of the, I don't that's want to go over a ton of those, the, Lub- those are Lubbock lights. Yeah. Well, there was do- dozens and dozens of sightings yeah. and radar. And like, it was a, f- like, basically like there were jets scrambled, like this was a real event. So, but we'll get into that. But, but um, I think that's a good representation of some of these things where you go, well, what the fuck was it? you know, and it's dismissed. Right. But, but he faced a lot of, um, you know, from his own governmental things that they thought it was a joke. Right. It's like space force, you know, basically like, Oh yeah, I'm army. You're fucking space force. You ever watch that TV show, by the way, I've watched both seasons of it. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy, enjoy the it. first season more than the second season, but yes, no, but, but I don't know. Sure. And I don't know if they're getting it. I don't think it's getting renewed. Like the way they ended the second season seems yeah, like, I don't they, know. I don't sounds know. like when they start breaking out into for Aruba, Bahama, come on. I'm like, Oh, I think that sounds like a way they're just a weird ending for it. You know what though? The, the work between John Malkovich and uh, Steve Carell, that yeah. is a good relationship. I think they should make more TV, to be honest with you. If they can make this work. Or they should do this with called Majestic 12. Right? It should be Space Force, but Majestic 12 with those. Just, we're going to transfer you both to <laughs> Majestic 12. <laughs> Majestic 13. Yeah, or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so he faced a lot of like flack. Like, so like, for instance, when he went to Washington to do this newly created they didn't even want to give him a car to use to like question people. They ended up saying <laughs> they're for generals only. You can rent a cab with your own money. <laughs> welcome to, you know, welcome to being a. Well, you know, when you talk project. about resources, as we said earlier, right? The, yeah. How many people are involved? Well, not just that, by the way. It's like, hey, and yeah. while you're out there, can you go pick up my dry cleaning? Because Right. Right, because you know your job's you not really important. That's right, exactly. <laughs> could, could you pick up my dry cleaning? And while you're at it, could you interview these people? Yeah, you know, you got to ask them twelve questions. That's it. That's right. And whatever they say, don't even write it down. Just make notes, like That's ones right. and zeros. That's right. <laughs> Let's draw pictures. Right. Well, you know, I mean, can you imagine of those twelve thousand or so? Like what you. You know, I was out there having a couple of drinks, and I saw this big light in the sky, and uh, Hank, it was daytime. 
That's right. Stage <laughs> what was the sun you were looking at? Right. Damn it. Plane, Hank. Yeah. You're near it's an a, airport, Hank. Jesus Christ. You live beside an airport. <laughs> well, you can imagine how painful a lot of this would be. So, yes. Uh, for example, my both my supervisor and my wife do the same thing where they tell stories with a lot of superfluous information. I'm like, it's not inter- if it's not interesting or funny, don't include the fact like like it's not it's not required for the story right it's not right and interesting and it's not hilarious little anecdote so yeah you're going on here and you could imagine somebody you know tell me everything you saw okay and then the well, guy's like okay wait that was a terrible idea he's talking about the coffee table now and like that's relevant and right right or or here's here's something you like even i saw a dot in the sky moving away like i know here in north there was like where we were from uh, there were tons of reports of some I, something in the sky. A large ball moving across the sky. Yeah, something between like the that. hours of six and six. Yeah, it was very like a like a sun almost. <laughs> it was like a sun. <laughs> it was like a sun almost. Oh, and then it was replaced no. by another another ball when the well, sky went dark. It's funny because certain times, I guess, depending on how the rotation is, the the space station and is a big one that people. You know, yeah, no, true, true, the true. You sun, can actually see it. You can actually see, and depending on the road, because I guess it's in some sort of weird orbit too, right? So it's you don't see it all the time. It's in a weird orbit, but anyway, I'm I'm sure it was something fairly randomly, whatever. But but, we've but it goes to show we've stuff. all seen weird shit in the sky. There's no question. And but if you everybody were to report it, well, what the hell? You know? So while we're on here, this is a this is actually a good jumping off point. So one of the guys involved in Project Blue Book was a uh, Professor J. Allen Hynek. Did you hear about this fellow? Yeah, yeah. Well, so I have him in my notes. He was their scientific advisor, and he was there from the sign days right through to the end. Right. He put something together called the Close Encounter Scale. So oh, do you remember no, I didn't that read movie about that. Called the Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Right. Do you know what that means? Alien encounter. Okay. Yes, but do you know why it's <laughs> of the third kind? No. So he basically said there are three types of close encounters. Okay. Oh, so close okay. encounter number close that's, encounter of the first kind is somebody simply observes a UFO and it leaves no evidence. Right. Close encounter of the second kind, a UFO leaves physical traces it was present, such as burns in the ground or broken branches. Right. Close encounters of the third kind, a abduction. person makes contacts with it, not abduction, it could be an abduction, makes contact with a UFO or other life form. So our Falcon Lake incident, for example, would be a close encounter of the third time, the third kind. Right, right. Right. Or well, would it though? It would because totally, it's only it, a ship. But it's still a UFO. It doesn't oh, necessarily okay, okay. Need it doesn't to have be, to be an alien. All right. It doesn't all right, have to be right. an close encounter with it has to be that this person had had a contact with. And right. this, this guy didn't just see it. Like, I mean, he's yeah. got burns. He's like right, right. It checks all of them off, right? That's fascinating. I didn't know that. Yeah, so this this fellow, now he created this, I believe, after, uh, uh, yeah, basically he did this in his 1972 book, The UFO Experience, A Scientific Inquiry. And this guy was a a, a physicist, I believe, and he wanted to apply the scientific method to all these alien abductions, all these these UFOs, right? Back to our whole unbiased application of intelligence, although the scientific method isn't totally unbiased because technically you create hypotheses. And then right. you try to prove or disprove, which by right. its very nature, but more of a systematic bias. like itinerary Correct. of like what you know, breaking it down. Yep. Um, no, I like that, and I did not know that. So yeah, so it just it tries speaking to what you're talking about, where you see people see it, right? So if you saw yeah. a UFO, 
congratulations, you've had a close encounter of the first kind. Right. If if you go to a field and you see the crop circle, the radiation burns, whatever, now it's a second kind. And if you getting probed, congratulations. It's the third kind. And Here. if it's free, good for you. If it's free, good for you. People pay good money for that. <laughs> they do. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, but and that's also the Rio scale, too. So there's a new one where they call it the Rio scale, which is more mathy. Like it's actually a, a scale really? from one to ten about But it's more about the reliability of the report than this. This was a more of a classification of encounters, whereas right, the Rio right. scale that they've come up with fairly recently and huh. recently, I think in the last 20 years is uh, basically how to determine whether or not the encounter is, whether this is like a, legitimate, a legitimate, right? Yeah, this is a legitimate reporting of a, something nobody knows about or some crazy wacky do. Right. Which, I mean, we we know that there, here, here's the thing. So you have people that are police officers, you have people that are military pilots, radar controllers, you have um, all these different individuals who are quite credible or should be because their jobs de demand that they are. And um, let's not forget our know. friends, Betty and Barney Hill. Is it Betty and Barney Hill? It was Betty and Barney Hill, wasn't it? it was Bar the Hill abduction. Was that yes. Betty and Barney? Yeah. It was. yeah. Yes. Like they had literally nothing to gain from reporting and everything, everything to lose. To lose. <laughs> and so that's did. a different type. And they still did. So that's a different yeah. type of credibility saying, well, this, this isn't a fame whore thing. Well, and in their own rights, they were professional. They had jobs. They they were not, you know, they weren't just some crackhead on laying on the street going on. Oh, so Jesus, you know, yep. this was a legitimate, you know, bunch of people. And that's what I mean. We've, we've, we will look at uh, Falcon Lake. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, my God. My brain is. It was, it was like Czechoslovakian or something. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway we'll, we'll post it. But uh, you or, know. or you can watch the episode, folks. Oh, or check it out, Falcon Lake. Yeah, you'll find out his name because we're not very good with memory. <laughs> now, Blue Book never investigated Falcon Lake, did they? Who? Blue Book, because it was no, because they... it was Canadian. Okay, well, um, that's, well, yeah, they do everything else in Canada. I'm surprised. I'm surprised too. They may have. What was the time? Now I got to find one second. I'll tell you exactly. It was in the 60s. Um, yeah, well, so Blue Book shut down in 1969. 69, yeah. And I guess I guess if you look at it this way, since they couldn't go off and actually, uh, yeah, 1967. So it would have been near Sorry. the end of Project Blue Book. And since they, if they weren't going to give the captain a car, they're like, we're not flying you to Canada. <laughs> you got to walk. You're going to have to walk. <laughs> Take a bus to Take Canada. Your own car. Yeah, so... And that's what I'm saying is that, you know, if we look at these kind of like things where you go, okay, well, these are pretty regular folks. Yeah. And then you couple it. Well, even look at our last episode, the Flatwoods. Mm -hmm. These are just regular folks. These are not, you know, we're scared who like, were terrified. Everything for both the Mothman and the Grafton monster. Or the, Grafton. Yeah, they're sorry, Grafton. Sorry, that's a different one. Braxton. The Flatwoods, yeah, the, the Flatwoods monster or the Braxton monster. They were scared. These they were, were people that were terrified. And, and we all like to talk tough, but I'll tell you right now, I'm a I'm a big dude, but I see a skinny little green dude fucking coming at me all tingly in hands. Remember Kenny saying he was gonna be the best damn slave he could be. Right. <laughs> I mean best i'm i'm booking her man i don't care i'm not fist to cuffing no little alien i'm gonna be scared and running 
They're like, sorry, Jax. Yeah. See They're ya. your new parents now. <laughs> They'll take good care of your son. <laughs> They'll take good care of your Don't son. Don't worry, I can't run far. <laughs> or fast. <laughs> It'll be pathetic. I'll have a heart attack. Hope for the aliens to resuscitate me. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like we 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 hear it all the time, and especially pilots, commercial pilots. Yeah, these are another one that go, yeah, they do drink something. a lot though. There's, 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 it's a long flight. A lot of cocaine, a lot of yeah, the planes fly themselves pretty much now. Like it's the landing you really need the pilot for. Everything and even then, it's more takeoff, apparently. Landings they, they have auto landing now. Yeah, because that means that's why we've stopped seeing those movies about where the planes and they're trying to talk the guy in. Yeah, there's no need. It has an autopilot, auto landing. I figure if we can get cars driving themselves. I mean, planes are like cars yeah. with less traffic. Right. Well, the takeoff, though, they still need a person, apparently. But, yeah. I mean, that that may just be something that they don't need eventually, too. You know? Like, when the pilot gets, like, you know, take the controls. The pilot's, what? <laughs> a friend of mine, he he, uh, he travels a lot um, for, they repair airplanes and things like this. And uh, he was saying, yeah, like everybody, he goes, the pilots sleep sometimes. Yeah. Not on commercial flights. This is like they, because they repair planes. So they're like, they're like work planes. They're big monstrosities of, but they're, um, they they just like fucking take turns sleeping because there's nothing going on. It just flies. Well, because most modern planes, you can set them up. So it's the whole fly by wire, right? Where. The idea is, is the plane is trying to go everywhere at once and the system is set up to keep it going one air. So yeah. as long as nothing bad happens. And it's smart. It's smarter than a human, you know, like it keeps you on course. There's no instability of like, oh, you know, I got an itch. And... <laughs> plane like... oh, damn, drop my coffee in my lap. Oh, oh no. Shit. <laughs> heart attack. That's another big one. Oh, yeah. You know, pilots have heart attacks. That would be a bad day. So I have co-pilots. Hopefully they both didn't eat the same bucket of poutine before getting on the flight. Oh, God. Oh, side note here. There's an app right now for uh, our area uh, that gives all of the health unit information about every restaurant, every place you eat, all of the inspection details. Oh, and? Oh, my God. I'm... You're never eating out again, are you? You're like, I shouldn't have. I sent it to my business partner and he's like, I'm not opening that. Because <laughs> he loves he loves to go to all different places, right? And and uh he's like, Nope, <laughs> I don't want to know. And I'm like, you fucking right, you don't want to know because it's disturbing. <laughs> anyway, you know what people in the Ukraine are getting bombs dropped on their head right now. They'd be like, What's a I little sure salmonella? Fuck it. Right, of, what's a bit of rat feces in my food? At least I have food. Right, that's true. World problem: the fact that we're so picky about the places where we eat, or what we eat. Phil, love it. Oh, I, I mean, I love all. I love all food. Look at me. (laughs) I love food. It's my thing. A street meat in you that'll help fix any of your problems, Phil. You'll be like, ah, I'm now slim and beautiful because my stomach has turned itself inside out for the last week and a half. Yeah, I believe though that uh, you know you build up an immunity. Over time, I digress. Like carrion birds, like vultures. Yeah, bacteria in your gut. We can eat dead flesh or bears. Dead flesh. I'm more of a bear. That's right. They prefer rotting, tenderized meat. Yeah. So let's. We're off track. Yes, we are totally off track. So let's go to so Project Blue. We kind of got an idea of what Project Blue Book is, and if if you really United States Air Force investigating 
unidentified flying objects. That's right. Reports that's of, right. That's, that, in a nutshell, that's what Project Blue Book was. That's right. And um, basically, yeah, they, in a nutshell. And, and we'll get into more of, of them a little bit later, I guess. But I want to get into the Washington investigation okay. or, or invasion, as they like to term it. Okay, so I'll give you a kind of a brief because I mean I'm not giving you one, Corey, but I'll give the anyone who's listening. Um, so in 1952, there is hundreds and hundreds of UFO sightings all over the place. Um, so and then all of a sudden, over the capital, basically uh, Washington, uh, there are numerous radar detections of like seven of these disc-like things um just hanging out just doing their thing um visual sightings people reports are fucking streaming in uh commercial pilots are are you know saying what the fuck is this up in the air everybody's in a panic right so and our story begins with edward nugent did you read about edward nugent a little bit, yeah. He's the guy that, so at 11.40 p.m. on Saturday, July 19th, 1952, Edward Nugent, air traffic controller. Uh, I guess he was at Washington National Airport, in, which is today the Ronald Reagan um, Center for Absent-Mindedness um, Airport. <laughs> <laughs> he spotted seven objects on his radar, and he basically goes, they were located 50, exactly like 15 miles apart. So they were in like this, this formation, like a pattern, right? Um, there was no known aircraft in the area. He basically was like, what the fuck? Didn't know what to do. He thought it must be a malfunction. So he calls his, his, his boss over, Harry, Harry Barnes. And he's like, dude, <laughs> what is this? So they double checked the machinery. Everything is fine. Um, but it was a straight, like, they're like, this is weird. And then that sort of is what kind of starts all of this. So that's July 19th. Um, yeah. And basically it's nonstop. These, these crafts are over the white house. They're over um, other areas of the of Washington, like the Washington monument. And then voila. You know, um, panic ensues. As as it ought to. <laughs> as it ought to. It ought oh, to. We're, we're being, you know, we're being invaded, basically. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, there was a number of people. So what it started with Ed Nugent, but it didn't end with him. So what we have is... Um, then we start to get reports from aircraft pilots that things are, are, are happening and that they see these discs. And at one point there was like multiple sightings all over the place. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of interesting that. Well, they, and know. I believe there's actually documented, like there's actually uh, oh, there is. evidence like a. Oh no. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Face orgasm. Good for oh. you, Corey. Yeah. Well, I was, I'm in my, I mean, I just got to wipe my screens down. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um yeah, so there were a bunch of people that that witnessed this stuff. And the pictures were taken. So you can and pictures go were taken. Yeah, you, you go can... online and you can see some of the pictures. Now, again, yes. 
keep in mind, uh, we're not talking super awesome photos. None of them are great. Well, camera technology back at that point in time wasn't great to begin with, right? Well, so, it was good enough. I mean, but in '52, uh, I guess I really don't it was know. Good I mean, enough for that, but you're right. You're not getting super wide angle. You're not getting uh, no. like a tele, like a zoom lens. And remember, the people taking these photos right. aren't like they're more people than professional photographers going off saying with all the super for awesome sure. And getting a camera. The, remember how big cameras like when we were kids? But imagine '52. You often had to develop like, your own. Hold film. the box, and you had to develop your own film. Like you. Oh really? Go, oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. my mother-in-law actually had a uh, dark room. Oh okay. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, she was a real Renaissance woman, uh, Phyllis. She did. Uh, That's amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah, did a lot of stuff. Like I only met was, her once. Nice lady. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, they they uh, the people in the tower. So now other radar stations are picking this up. Um. Basically, um, they they couldn't believe the speed at which these things were moving through the radar. So some of the estimates were like seven thousand miles an hour. Um, so blipping in and yeah, because seven thousand. So Mach is anything faster than six hundred, and six, each yeah. each doubling or so each you know like so twelve hundred. I think is Mach two, eighteen hundred yeah, is Mach so. three, something like that. So if they're moving at seven thousand. That's like, like a rocket going into space. Isn't well, that what, like, whatever they're, they're hitting a ridiculous speed. Ridiculous. But this is all of them, like, ludicrous moving speed. ludicrous speed. <laughs> yes, barf. Um, <laughs> you got it in one. That's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah. So, it's one of those things where it's like, this is one of the more, like, like strange events that, and, and nothing has ever happened like this since. Correct. And you think about the time this would have happened. So this would have been, you know, Cold Wars. Yeah. It's well, Truman is in power right now. And he's right? got that itchy bomb finger. He does. He's like, you know, hit the nuke button. I gotta do something. And he scrambles and he goes, he calls uh, Project Blue Book guy and says, you need to meet with my assistant. I guess <laughs> it's not important enough for you to meet with me. Um, so he get the project blue book gets involved uh, at some point, but um, they end up scrambling. So this is um, they end up scrambling two F ninety four starfighter jets, starfire jets, and uh, they they do it from Delaware, I guess, the Newcastle, and these fucking jets come scramming into like just and the UFO or UFOs basically go boop and disappear, like they. They, they're just playing cat and mouse with these things until the jets run low on fuel, right? Because they, they don't have infinite amount of time up there. And uh, then guess who comes back when the jets go? We got to refuel our friends, the UFOs. Playing with them, like very much being jerks. Oh, and uh, yeah, like having fun. This is like, okay, you're, you know, you're not going to catch us. We are beyond your technology. You know, this is like, you know, like a kid on a tricycle trying to outrun a Dodge Ram. You know, it's just not going to happen. It's like when um, you you got that little kid and you're the adult and you're playing keep away from them, like you're backing away. You're running. And yeah. you're like, There's no way this kid can catch me unless I let them catch me, which you, right. you, you inevitably do. And so, oh, look, you got my leg. It's like, no, nah, I kid, I could keep stepping yeah. out of your range. I could dance around your right. tired fall down. Right. What I find really fucking fascinating is the fact that so. 
there are, I mean, when you what look What is the official the, name of this incident, Phil? Do they have a name for it? it they did. It's called the Washington Invade Under Invasion. It's the Washington Invade. That's all. That's the only name I. Just got. to help if people want to go off and do further research, you can Google it. It's it's all over the place. It this helps it a, easier rather. Like you, so the, one of the challenges I run into with a bunch of this is you'll find you read something you're like, okay, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. What's this? All right. It's like when we tie things back to our, sure, uh, you know, our uh, Flatwoods, our whatever area. Right. No, yeah, no. You, it's always nice to have something to yeah. tie so back to. So if you Google 1952 Washington invasion or UFO invasion, there it's everywhere. Wikipedia even has, it's everywhere, you know, and there's tons of independent articles from New York Times from, mm -hmm. you know, I read a bunch of stuff. And one of the, the guys, um, what was his name? Um sc pierman uh he was a pilot and he was like looking at his cockpit of this dc4 and he's like, this thing was like so close and the radar like this thing is just playing with them it's just it's just like kind of like not flying like a conventional airplane it's like it was defying gravity was how he sort of described it so this is where a lot of these unidentified flying objects they move in manners that do not that didn't that Basically, clearly they're not following conventional aeronautics. Right, right. right. To fly for a plane to fly, there has to be more thrust under the wing than above it, like or more it under than over. So that way it goes up, right? right? And then you're still cutting through air. So you've got air resistance in that to move around, which means your plane has to be a certain shape. These things are, are stopping round. on dimes. Like they're 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 stopping. Like it's That's not right. like and if planes that do that fall out of the sky. Helicopters can't even stop on a dime. They can. They can, they can push, hover at they certain hover. altitudes. Yep, at certain altitudes. And they have to come in, like when they, they do turns. Yeah. But it's all. They bank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. They're still they bank. banking versus do, do yeah. something like that uh, the Tron from back in the day. I know. And when I you see thinking. this, they talk about, and this, remember, we covered in our Area 51 episode, like and subscribe. Yes, like and subscribe. Where we, the, 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 the your fellow there, the guy you love, who you wouldn't shut up about, about he was working on this special propulsion, which right. the whole element X or whatever, anti-grav, right. it, breaks, it breaks what we know for rules of how things work. Yeah. And now we're starting to see things that are, you know, like, you know, quick takeoffs and, and things like that. Like there's vertical takeoff and landings now yeah. with, with jets. Like that was something in the 70s that, that came out, right? So aircraft carrier, I can't remember the name of it, but they the harrier, the harrier jets that could go <laughs> off and have ones that they yeah. now apparently it's not it's a huge waste of resources to do that. Like that's a lot of effort to get to lift right. a plane up and then get it high enough and then yeah. you can turn and have it go the other way without crashing back down. But and and the hilarious thing is that when Bob Lazar talked about all these things. There, Bob, I couldn't remember his name. Oh, okay. I thought you were just messing with me. No, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't Bob, like I Bob Lazar. Our memories are terrible. Should we even talk about these things? <laughs> I keep notes here to the side. I just didn't have yeah, Bob yeah, yeah. these notes. Well Bob Bob was like, okay, well this is a like this is a, a form of anti-gravity where it's displacing gravity. The idea was like you know i'm sure you know that they're you're going to see some technology everything that 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 man said was there has either come out 
or even even the uh, there was maybe a not, sensor for your maybe fingertips. Not, maybe not everything, but there's certainly a lot of stuff now. And this is yeah. the challenge: was he a futurist? Where he was like some of the sci-fi writers, for example, you read their stuff and you're like, oh yeah, they were bang on, and you're like, okay, yeah, they were bang on yeah. here, but we're not driving in flying cars yet. Although the cars are driving themselves, which you know, which is very odd. Even my wife's car has like this lane. Is that irritating? It's you I realize turn it how off. terrible a driver you are. You're like, yes, I know. I, I know I'm not staying in my lane. Thank no, you. No, no. Her car will move you. Okay. The car moves you. So let's say you're if this is on. So it's not, it's lane assist, they call yeah, it. Okay. And um, so if you start weaving towards the center line, the car will write you. It will fucking drive itself, basically. It is the weirdest thing. I turn it off because I don't like it. Because you'll actually feel like if you drive too close to the to the line, it'll it'll move you over. You'll feel the wheel move you. So we had test driven a Leaf, and oh, every yeah. fifteen seconds, it was telling me what a horrible driver was like. You know, I don't need you to tell me. I know I'm a horrible driver. I know, and you're. I know, stupid car. Then you get hit head on. Yeah, well, we did like Tesla and stuff. We, we've had Teslas, and they're pretty cool little cars. And uh, I just I hate the fact of the Teslas that it's a it's a paywall. They're the auto car, the car, the auto driving is paywalled. So they're like, yeah. well, we'll sell it to you for less. Oh, the car does this, but we're gonna sell it to you for less unless you want that feature that is in yeah. your car already, yeah, yeah. and we'll turn it on. Well, it's like software, right? I mean, it's a it's the same kind of idea. You know, it's a service. yes, it's a, because a they service. really can't add parts to it, right? Like the the all the cars come pretty much standard, and no, then but they, they've already built it. So my 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 right, problem right. is you've already gone off and done this and done this thing, but because I get it, software. Once you've made it, you could whether you do one copy or a thousand copies. Yeah, you've yeah, already done sure. it. You don't. It's not like a car where if I built a car, I need to spend the same amount of money to build a second car. Yeah, you do oh. the software once. Here you go, and. Right. Well, we have, well, Kia has a, uh, I just, I actually, I just tinted one. Um, oh my, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it's a, it's a completely a, a beautiful car for like Kia. I'm not used to that, but uh, completely electric. So, and, and reasonably affordable, you know, you're going to see affordable. Well, I mean, 50 grand, you know, it's not reasonably affordable for me. Oh my God. Well, no, like I like those I a little, crisp, crisp fifties out of your wallet, there, old man. <laughs> I'm driving. Listen, listen. I drive my little micro to work because uh, it's like a, I paid with the extended service yes. plan, like eighteen thousand, right, for this micro. Sure. You know, that's but just that's, because you're cheap doesn't mean you can't afford. Fair enough. Said but if they vehicle. had an electric car around that rice, I would pick it up. Yeah, that's but, my point. And eventually, though, I think they will. I well, once it takes, once the technology yeah. or Bob Lazar figures out more technology, or we right. have some more UFOs land, which maybe that's it. Maybe the UFO aliens are like, you know what, guys, they're on to us. They keep finding us. They're getting better. These monkeys are getting better and better. We're going to get caught. You got to stop screwing with them. I think they, they, it may just be. So here's another thing that people have proposed that, you know, we think that, oh, it's just aliens and it's one particular. Well, what if it's a bunch? What if it's like, okay, you know, 52 is like the these guys from, well, are these guys from, you know, Planet X, whatever it is. And then they go, these guys are all fucked up. <laughs> they just dropped a nuclear bomb. We're out of here. <laughs> and then they leave. And then we have, you know, a variety of little drop-ins here and there. Who knows? 
but it, that doesn't mean that they have to be the same race of alien. You know, no, we of all think not. of the same thing. Like, well, you know what? Most people have this idea that these are what aliens are and they're just sort of bugging us. It could just be we're like a gas station in the fucking universe. That's oh, right. you Go need water? water. Yeah. yeah. You need some fucking ocean water for whatever purpose? Yeah, for your hydrogen cells, no problem. Here, hey, go ahead. There's a there you go. planet of it. Just soak some up. Yeah, drop into the ocean, get what you need, pet a whale, fuck grab off. Grab yourself, <laughs> grab yourself one of those monkeys that run around all the time. Yeah, you, just for in, fun. Just for fun. Eat grab it if you want. Who knows? Drop it <laughs> off when you're done, like or not. Yeah. yeah, or not. I mean, I don't think it's it's quite like cut and dry. And I think that's also what Project Blue Book was trying to do was to show that it's not just cut and dry. You know, we, we, you know, it, it could, they wanted to see like different crafts. So there was a numerous amount of different crafts, like aircraft that people yeah. had seen numerous. So what does that tell you? So right? this is, so back to our previous statement, UFO does not mean alien. It can mean anything. So sure, this is the, pro, out of the 701 unidentified, but credible, mm-hmm. meaning this is not so the 12,618 sightings, right? Right. Out of those 701 were identified as unidentified, but they were credible, meaning this is not somebody running a game right. on the blue book guys. This is like, no, no, these ones, we can't come up with a natural phenomenon explanation. We can't come up with a military aircraft explanation. We cannot explain this. It is unexplained. What right. does that mean? doesn't mean it's alien it means yeah. it's unexplained. meaning there's we don't know what it is right. based on what we know or what we can tell you we don't know what it is so one of the things that i thought was kind of fishy was they classified all those 701 yep so you can't just read them and i don't know if they've ever released those notes or, or not uh, so they released you can get uh the final report on project blue book so project blue book shut down in 1969 yes um which you know and then uh, usually, I think there's like a 25-year classification. And uh, recently, however, it's you can actually go and get okay. uh, some redacted reports from <clears throat> archives if you want. Yeah, these reports are often redacted. Right, uh, right. They take out names of witnesses and people who's reported things. So unfortunately, sometimes people get a little heavy with the black pen when they're redacting stuff. So sometimes other stuff gets redacted, which tends to promote suspicion i wonder who about, decides to redact like who's the guy that goes take uh, this out take that i out. think there's they have processes behind it uh again i think like i said the the idea of names is one thing uh right. some other stuff it, but it is really up to the person doing the redacting right right yeah i've, I've never understood like i figure there's got to be somebody who's in yeah, charge the, there is, but I, I don't think it goes as high as you'd think because the people right. that are in these positions to do the redacting have basically been told, hey, when in doubt, black it out. Right, right. So this hits the media. Saucers swarm over capital, uh, right? And um, basically now the government's like, oh, no. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> this is Washington. And this is kind of like one of those things where, you know, the Washington area newspapers are are just eating this up. Um, and then the Pentagon does a press conference. And <clears throat> apparently it's like the biggest press conference they've done since okay. World War II. Like it is enormous. 
Now, if this was just a bunch of bullshit, would you, do you think that, you know, do you think they would go through that kind of painstaking effort to, you know, talk to the press and try and. Well, I think they realized fundamentally that unless they do, if you yeah. don't tell a story, they're going to make up a story. So you either you're not wrong. Get ahead of this by trying to control the narrative. Right. And, and well, and they, and they do. Um, so they basically are like, you know, talking about, they bring Rupert's report in from project blue book stating that, you know, he talked to a bunch of scientists and what they, they said was it could be like some aerial phenomena, like meteors and other things. It's pretty weak. And then there's this other thing that they talked about, which is a, apparently was a common problem back then intermittently uh, was weather. So there is okay. types of weather that affect radar. Um, radar uh, so one of the ones I heard was birds, which is the common one, right? That the birds, uh, yeah. they're in a flock of birds in the area and the lights were reflecting off them. That's why you saw these lights in the sky and uh, the yeah. Lubbock lights, the Lubbock lights, they, it was one of the ones where they had the, the plover birds. Right. And, but this was over the course of two weekends. It's a little weird, right? And not only that, there were numerous like these air these pilots in fighter jets are trying to track down these images, and they can't. They can get glimpses, and that's the other thing is that these there's a lot of pilots who saw these things in the sky, um, and and weird formations moving at ridiculous speeds. So the other thing is is that there was a report later. Um, I can't remember who did it and they dismissed it. This is in the seventies. They, they went back to this because apparently this is one of the most documented cases ever. It's hard to do something over Washington without it getting documented heavily. Right. Well, that's, and that's it. And they, um, they basically called, like said that the technology at that time was with radar was, was not as good as it is today. And that um, now like, in the 70s they basically got this sort of like digitized radar where it relies a lot less on controllers and their interpretation of radar okay um, over you know flocks of for instance flocks of birds you know yeah. it, it, it'll dismiss certain things because when the signal so but the signal was coming back and now this they can't refute they 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 deemed it as like a an error in the machinery type idea of all the machinery that picked this up, which would have been like dozens of different radar stations uh, that it was a metallic surface. So I guess based on how the, the beam would hit, okay. they can determine the surface of the, you know, okay. that's okay, how they I can actually I identify like a MIG fighter. Okay. Or, I suspect uh, there's something about, so remember the uh, stealth bombers and that they talked about the skin absorbs. So right. It keeps a symbol. Now, I suspect when you hit something, I guess wood versus metal, mm. you're hitting it with rate. So there must be an absorption <clears throat> or something. Like, yes. Matt, there's, there's science. Science involved, folks. Stay in school. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, like the stealth fighters, they have this paint. It's a special yeah. paint that was designed to. They also have an image. They also have different angles, which might not make the plane super aerodynamic, although apparently flies quietly. Um, that when it hits, you're not getting an image back that's as useful. It's, it's, it distorts the image of the of the bomber or the jet. Right, right. And and that's something that we, you know, it's so funny because everything gets dismissed, right? Like when we, you would look at these like uh, 
the government's trying to say, okay, no, 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 <laughs> we're fine. We know what's going on. This is what it is. And then we're, people are so, they're like, oh, good. good. But nobody asked questions, right? It wasn't until many years later that skeptics started to go, what the fuck? Well, there were always this, but they were more the crackpotics, right? So the problem is yeah. the people that were questioning the government, because the government wouldn't lie to you, right? No, of course not. Right. Don't so look silly. at look at like look at you look at Pearl Harbor, right? One of the things come out is that mm, the US knew something was gonna happen. And they yeah. also knew the only way they could get into World War II something catastrophic. If something happened. And they now they might not have known the extent. But yeah. they knew something and they could have taken actions to stop it. But it's like, you know, let's yeah. get a bloody nose so we can get in the fight. Yeah, it was a pretty big bloody nose, though. It was, that, yeah. That... There's a lot of people who go off and say the same thing about 9-11, saying, well, 9-11 was that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't I, know. We we I did think... 9-11 and, and I think that, yeah. that's. that's a, I think that's a hard, I think that's harder to say than a mass scale invasion of the Pacific by the well, Japanese missing that, even with the technology of the time. So I, I did read an article about what you were talking about. And one of the things that is their primary basis for this is that in where, where the ships were located, like they were, the, the Japanese came in from water mm-hmm. and there were tons of ships. Like they had to like sneak by like all the- An entire Pacific fleet had to- <laughs> Right. Like, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you gotta the, go, huh? Would, Pearl Harbor, which is, this could be a podcast in and of itself, but Pearl Harbor, a lot of their big aircraft carriers, guess what, weren't there. So the stuff they sunk in Pearl Harbor? Wasn't expensive. Well, I know. Okay. 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 Well, that's, but it is wasn't like, their main. Is this like the Kia affordable $50,000 car right. expensive? Or? All the Teslas were gone that day. That, all the Teslas were there. It was just the Kia's left. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when my neighbor's garage burnt and all his really expensive, like Harleys and shit was not gone. To be there. Oh, yes. Weird. <laughs> like, Almost like memorabilia that. from like all of his hockey games. All the irreplaceable uh, stuff was gone. Yeah, oh, no. funny. Hmm. Yeah, funny. I'm kidding. I don't have a neighbor who burnt his garage. But, but if he but, did. But if he did. And I've heard tell of that where it's like, oh, yeah, the 57 irreplaceable Chevy pickup truck is not in the garage. First time in six years. <laughs> That's That's right. what, what are the odds? What are the odds? But we've got, we, we deviated. Yes. Back to our back to our Washington invasion. Washington uh, invasion. Well, yeah. So um, I'll pick up where Air Force. We're about, yeah, radar. We were talking the we were radar, talking about digital radar, where they were able came to- back as a metal. Like so, there's a lot going on, and they're just trying to um, basically dismiss it. This is not a. This is not something that you know that that you should worry about. Right. We got enough worries in the world. And that was sort of the other thing. We have enough worries in the world with the Russia. Ruskies, the Ruskies. The poor Ruskies. They always get blamed. They never fucking did shit for like 60 years. Why do you think they're going to do it now? God well, they didn't do it. shit to anybody else. They Well, they were terrible to themselves. I mean. Not like the British. Like yeah. The British. Judge the less the be judged. That's Judge right. Colon- not. Colonialism for the Oh, wind. my God. So my son comes up to me the other day and he goes, Dad. Did you know there's only 22 countries in the world that have not been colonized by Britain? <laughs> that Britain has not attacked? And I said, yes, son. It is quicker to count the ones that have not been than that been. It's just easier. <laughs> that we're not, yeah. And you go, oh, yeah, Russia's the problem. Okay, we're, yeah, we're okay, the fucking but, problem, too. Russia is also like 18 times the size of the UK. So as far as the UK is, 
They were naval power. Guess what? Hey, if you were near water, you were fair game for the UK. They're like, well, hey, we're gonna pull up to your boat with our boats. Right. I'm drop surprised. Some people off. Yeah, and we'll we'll take a few and we'll sell them uh, later on. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's another podcast in itself. But yeah, so that's the idea is that there was a lot going on and they're like, okay, so the, the government, I'm sure, was scrambling. Truman is like, all right, like, what is going on? We need Get me to my expert, the blue yeah. book guys. And they're the, like, we but don't I don't want to talk assistant. to him personally. I don't, I don't have them talk to my assistant. Talk my assistant the, will tell me what's, what's important. Yes. Talk to my idiot assistant. And then he will tell me and I will make a decision. And his decision was nothing. He was basically. What was, like, what was his decision going to be? Right. Shoot into the sky randomly. Yes. Nuke Russia. Well, they started to do like, so this was also a time where, um, you know, people were nervous because of bombers, you know, like mm-hmm. the Russia was going to bomb them with well, a nuclear you saw weapon. In World War II, you like the Dresden bombing, for example, you saw what a yeah. coordinating bomb. And hey, FYI, Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Hiroshima, Nagasaki. Oh. If they got that and they get one of those over, I mean, that's the big fear. The the mass the big fear was a nuclear strike. Yeah, was a bomb being dropped. Yeah, of a nuclear nature. <laughs> yeah, so they basically dismiss it as mis misidentified aerial phenomenon. I'm not sure what that means, but stars, meteors, unknown radar targets could also be explained by temperature inversions. I I could not tell you what a temperature inversion is. But I suspect that it's... Um, did Blue Book investigate this one? They did. So he investigated it uh, personally. So this was something that Rupelt... Using a cab. Driving around in a cab. So, yeah, he got there. <laughs> and nobody wanted to help him. He was like, fuck. Okay, I'm fucking off. He got pissed off and he left. He said, fuck it, I'm going to go back. So he ended up talking to a, a physicist. Um, I can't remember who it was. And and that was who gave him the idea that temperature inversions can cause sort of like these little weird anomalies in radar. And so when Truman's guy talked to him, basically he said, well, it, this is what it could be. Not this is what it is. Well, these are possibilities. These are possibilities of what it could be, but not not necessarily. But it hasn't been identified. This yeah. is the thing so. we don't know. We need more information. Right. And he was very that adamant that, okay, this is probably the biggest and maybe the last time we will ever have this much information mm-hmm. and sightings and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Truman went, yeah, it's temperature inversion. Right. Thanks. Okay. Gotcha. Thanks. Gotcha. Weather. Something to do with weather. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Put a pin in it. We're done. <laughs> Thank you for right. your answer. Thank you for when your I didn't answer. Tell, I didn't give you an answer. I gave you what it yeah. could be. But Thanks. It, that's all yeah. I need. So Rupo went, all right. So they continued to do like, uh, so the, it's well documented. I, and I read through some of it's Some of it's pretty dry, but, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's interesting nonetheless. And, um, yeah, what else was there? So. Anything you want to add? book in 1969 afterwards and basically the u.s air force never said they wasted their time and i didn't it keep going under something though like they might have shut down blue book i i remember reading and i can't find it was under it. the yeah there was something there was, under there the was other programs because you saw recently for example uh a couple of years back where they released the footage the um fighter jet well, the fighter jets where you yeah. see the yeah buddy was on joe rogan i watched that podcast yeah. actually 
Um, I can't remember his the fighter pilot's name, Mike something. But anyway, Mike something that sounds like an alien. Well, it was my uh, Michael something or other. He's Michael Phelps. He's not just good at swimming. Well, this guy is le- like a legit fighter pilot. Like he's been a fighter pilot for years. He he um and and they show the footage, the actual footage. I can I'll pop a reel when we uh, do this. And he couldn't keep. It was like the thing was moving. It knew that it was being targeted because he was trying to put it into its targeting system to kind of lock onto it. Uh, these jets, they, they don't operate like a, oh, I'm going to fly to, like you lock onto something and it fucking takes you there. Couldn't lock onto it. Couldn't. And anytime it would play cat and mouse with him. He said, and this has happened not to him more than once, but he said he's, he's heard this, like other fighter pilots talk. Um, and he had a wingman. He had a guy that was his flying with him. And he, same thing this guy saw the same shit and he's like, cause Mike, this guy, Michael or whatever the fuck his name was is like, okay, check. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> right. Like, cause if you and I are flying and I see something fucking weird, I'm going to be like, what? Well, exactly. Am I, am okay. I spoken out? Is, is there, this a, maybe... like, are you seeing this? You know? And I think that's a common thing to, to ask. Um, and that yeah, like a hand ham. Are they mooning us? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> These are some drunk aliens. <laughs> Three arse cheeks. What the hell? Oh my god! Four scrotums. <laughs> a lot of scrotum. Um, but yeah, so he couldn't track. Like, and then it, he would just take off. And then at one point, it flew vertically, like forty miles straight up. <laughs> Gone, and fucking came back down. He's like, I've been a pilot for thirty years, and listen there's nothing in the sky that does that you know and he even was like joking i think i we talked about this in another podcast that he would joke like so i guess with the jets like they can pick up heat signatures and stuff and like there'd be like he'd see somebody like a couple or something on a like on an embankment or something where they're doing a flyby he's like and the jets come in super super soft like you can kill your engine almost and like and then turn on your landing lights (laughs) So you're like basically silent and then turn on your landing light. light There's another sighting. Right. And that's what he said. He goes, you know, we've done that. Just having fun. Like he goes, I'm retired now. I can tell you that. Comes back to the unidentified. Right. So can you imagine being that couple? What'd you see? I saw the silent thing came in. I saw lights. I didn't stand around to stare at it because. And then it roared away. And then it roared away. I was terrified out of my mind. Of course. You'd be like, what the fuck is that? And yeah, he he joked about that. Right. Well, or yeah. But, but, you know, like these lights, he said, are super bright. Like when they put their landing lights on, it's like enormous brightness. Particularly at night, right? Well, it would be at night. Yeah. Because they're picking up heat signatures, right? They're, they're like, oh, those are people. And all of a sudden it's blindingly bright. All I see is the sun standing in front of me. And then a roaring at like mock whatever away. Like you yep. never see it. You just you'd be blinded and then hear roaring and then it's gone. There's nothing. Yeah. So, you know, that you have those, those things, but um, I, I'm, what do you feel like? What do you feel like there's, there's more out there or, or I know I've asked you this before, but the more I, I, I'm of the personal opinion that the universe is vast. Okay. Yes. And we are making technological strides with our limited means 
Right. And it is horribly arrogant of us to think that we are the pinnacle of advancement in the vast universe. Absolutely. Like you said, why are they coming here? Okay, well, I can't answer that question. But I do believe that there are, first of all, I certainly believe there are things we don't understand that we will eventually understand. For sure. But we don't understand them now. And to say that there's no other intelligent life in the universe it's unfathomable. It's, it's to me. just that it's not, there is a non-zero chance right. of there being intelligent. Like there is a non-zero. It is not yeah. zero. Now, is it vast? We, we know that there's a lot of factors. Uh, like our solar system is particularly set up well. We've got a large gas giant, which keeps, you know, if extinction events from hitting us. We've got a moon whipping around us. We sure. have the right mix. Well, we have large planets surrounding us also. That's the those large thing. planets. So that's a gas giant, right? It's yeah. a large mass. So yeah. when something comes by, guess what? It's getting sucked into that versus into us. Right. Then right? shit not, still gets by it, which is it weird. It still does, right? It's weird. But we have a moon whipping around that there's a good chance. And then coming in, that moon's going to hit it. <laughs> and we got the right mix of stuff sure. here for life. Um, Liquid water. Which they which they always say is apparently key. If you can find water yes. on Mars, then that means life can exist on Mars. If you or don't had. find water on Mars, that doesn't mean it can't exist. Right. It just means that life as we know it cannot exist. I, I totally think they're going to find some sort of like microbes, microbial something on Mars. I, sure I they are. And they I hope they don't something. bring it back. That's yes. the other thing. I'm a sci-fi guy. I, I mean, I just know it's all bad. I don't think anything's coming back from Mars at this point. I think everything that's gone there, it's like, it's not, it's not like, Hey, send something to Mars and bring it back. It's like, no, drop a Rover off. It's the only thing coming back is information. Well, they're doing another moon landing. Like, what is that about? Why go there? Why? Because my wife made me watch the movie on Amazon moonfall because clearly it's a mega structure that uh, uh, was created by our ancestors to see the planet with life. Clearly. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not big on that, but uh, you never know. could be like a, like a seed harvesting thing. Well, it, keep honestly, the DNA we sh- there. We why should not? make use of it, turn it into a dump or something. I don't know. Like, sure. Maybe, maybe we us burn the moon. Why don't we do that? Well, when you think about how we <laughs> mine stuff here, who knows what the moon is full of, right? So for all we know, there's our lithium problem fixed. Oh, what is the moon has something though? Some sort of silica that's really Jeez. valuable. What's a cheese? It's mostly I cheese. I don't know. I'm not an astrogeologist, if that's a term. Yeah. But yeah, well, you know to, my opinion on aliens. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's right up there with Bigfoot. Yeah, I get it. I get oh, it. Oh, I'm, I'm for sure. I'm, uh, you don't, you don't believe in any of the other stuff, but Bigfoot and aliens, you are all about. Yes. Well, I'm You're not in the psychic. You don't believe psychic powers, but you believe no. in aliens and Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. Phil. Right. A, Jesus. It's weird. I can't choose who I am, Corey. I can't. I can't. <laughs> so what are we doing next week after all okay, this nonsense so of bailing? My original thought was I was going to stay with this current theme of weirdness and say, okay, let's do 40 in phenomena. What? 40 in phenomena is basically phenomena, unexplained phenomena, which again calls into things like UFOs, but also weird weather, like fish falling from the sky, weird things. That is weird. I've heard of that. However, I I think we get off this particular train. We'll come back. I've got that bulleted for later. Okay. Roanoke. Roanoke. I don't even know what that is. Roanoke. Roanoke. What is Roanoke? Mystery of Roanoke. You'll have to tune in in two weeks to find out. 
I'll be there. I'll listen. <laughs> There's tons of, oh, there's this lots is of good. Stuff, lots yeah, of stuff Roanoke. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's, mystery of Roanoke. Mystery, mystery of Roanoke. Whatever you want to call it, but Roanoke. If you do that, you'll see it. R O A N O K E. Rowan. R O A N Oak E. Ending with an E. Oh, Oak. Oh, Roanoke. Roanoke. That's like a strong Viking name. Also, Croatoan was uh, Croatoan is also was something relevant to that too. Croatoan. It's carved into a tree. Oh, Croatoan. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing that damn thing down. Anyway, yeah, it's yeah. So that's uh, that's two weeks. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for watching the OC. I'm Phil. This is Corey, and we are going to do Roanoke next week. So smash that like button. Everyone says that, so I'm going to start to smash it, crush it. Please. Yes, please. Yeah, like yeah. and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Until next time. Take, Take care, care of folks. each other. <laughs> <laughs>